You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Grow Talk, man. Grow Talk on a, a rainy high of 68 degrees. Denver day here. How you hanging, Scotty? Yeah, man. The plants are getting watered. God's doing my work today, my friend. I'm doing good. I do like the days off for the outdoor for my mega tomatoes, as I call them out in my driveway. I got I got three out there, and one of them is just like, man, I got to get some footage. Um, but yeah, not having to water anything, uh, chilling, actually wore some pants today. It's a little interesting, but I like it. All the humidity guys, you can make, make sure when you're curing or drying or burping or whatever you're doing for me, it's opening my 16 ounce recharge when I'm outside and already screwing uh, that up a little bit. I mean, you like, did it, man. You got to smoke said recharge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, but otherwise, uh, we've got a good show coming to you guys today. Grow Talk, favorite show of the week. I say that I think about what's growing on. Actually, that's my favorite segment is what's going on in our grows, but that'll be Wednesday. But today, man, we wanted to uh, get into some questions. Uh, some of it's a little advanced. Scotty made a, a good point. Like, man, we got to cover a few more um, beginner things. So that's what we got coming today as well. Uh, halfway through the show, we're going to have some good beginner tips. What did you come up with, Scotty? What was your idea? Man, I'm trying to find who did it, man. But somebody made up a game in the Dude Grows crew about every time that we say recharge, you got to smoke. And uh, you just said recharge, so I'm trying to play along with, with the crew. <laughs> and damn, it's going to be a hell of a show, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I, said it, I said it again. There we go. I got to smoke again. Yeah, I'm trying to find yeah. my lighter. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even know what the question was at this point, man. Well, I was asking you what you came up with for Beginner Grow Talks. So I'll just fill in Scotty's idea is how to grow a pot plant in 90 seconds or less. Yeah, you know, think about if you got to explain to somebody where, like, time is a factor or, you know, you just got to hit, hit the very simple points, man. If I got to have a fail-safe way to explain to someone how to grow some medicine for them, you know, how, how would I do it? What would be the most surefire, easiest way to get somebody started? Because the worst thing you can do is uh, get somebody... Give somebody a complicated way where they don't come through with a harvest. They spend five hundred, a thousand bucks setting up a closet or setting up a, a tent, and then it don't come through. They don't yeah. have any. Uh, they don't get a harvest, and that that's a bummer, man. So, definitely want to try to figure out some some surefire ways where you can get people smoking their own grass, man, their own uh, their own grow, and then from there, I think uh, it's uh, self fulfilling. You know, it's, it's pretty addictive after that, man. Word. We'll give a shout out to some porters here. I just I threw a bunch in here today, man, because we're getting some good support, guys. Way to grow, Colorado style grow store, uh, man. Sale is on. If you need any can fan shit, they call it the Keep It Cool Sale. Thirty percent off for anybody walking up in there in any way to grow. Uh, I believe it's the whole month of uh, what month are we in? July. <laughs> it was a good, yeah. good fourth weekend. 
and uh yeah hook it up because I, I, that's the best discount you're gonna get period on can fan equipment and it's definitely good equipment if you need to upgrade a fan or if you got a little odor coming out somewhere and you got to replace that filter go go hook it up so seven Hell stores yeah. And you can do that hookup to on Dude Grow's account if you want. And while you're in there, even though they're lighted up sales over, pick up a thousand watt Hordelux HPS for sixty bucks using the Dude Grow's bulb deal, or pick up a hundred of them. Who else? Who else? You guys want to give to yourselves? Give back, help out. Gotvape.com. Working with those guys. Coupon code Dude. Already got uh, my uh, my one pen. Got a little. It's weird when I'm screwing it together with you know what what pen I have. What's the battery called on it? Uh battery yeah yeah the bigger <laughs> battery for right. uh for vape pens sure do you, know, do you know the official name of it nope right on. you just know that okay yeah, i know you know more battery. than me the about one them. that looks like the cigarette pack man is that the one you're talking about no. that's the one you gotta get man. regardless the connection there i think got knocked somehow and i can already tell them i need to get some more stuff so use coupon code dude over there um, especially after I get uh, a new a new shatter order in, I got to get this ISS flower shattered out. So if Extractor Man, you're listening, give me a call, man. We got to hook up. <laughs> right on. Um, what? Uh, oh, well, you know, uh, over on iTunes, guys, appreciate it, man. We definitely got some reviews in. We are offering up for the month of July, um, and I want to get to at least a hundred hundred reviews, legit reviews. I mean, we want to hear something. There's definitely some people that stepped up and left some good reviews, and I don't care. I'm only, everybody left five star reviews though, so I'm wondering iTunes is going to be like, I don't know, man, like. Maybe somebody should leave a four star, maybe a three star, <laughs> or I'll be like Scotty says, "How dare you?" I was just listening to something about all the fake reviews on Amazon, and that they're they're trying to clean it up. And then there's people that are like, "Dude, don't clean up the fake reviews. We love them, <laughs> and they are pretty funny. Some of them are fucking hilarious, man. Really you know? interesting. Oh yeah, th- there's some really good ones on there, man. Uh, but yeah, regardless, uh, what we're offering up for for july or or if we get to 100 reviews there uh can fan setup scotty's got we got a we got some can fan equipment in and yep. it's a smaller can fan setup for somebody apical it would even work great in like a uh maybe a tent uh, on a time cycle exhaust for a curing or drying area or a secondary area where you have odor problems but otherwise Sc- scrub it up man let that bitch run man they'll make more Oh yeah, tents, closets, whatever. It'll 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 work in 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 all senses very well. Uh, but that is offered up. We'll ship it out. Um, and the better, I won't say the better. We just want to have something for a smaller grower and a bigger grower, as far as the uh, equipment goes. So we got from Indoor Grow Science. If you guys didn't hear them, they're back on. I believe episode one hundred six. Although I think I got I it. I think wrong. it's one hundred seven, man. I think it's one hundred seven. Well, just listen to all the dude grow show, and you'll find. <laughs> Uh, sit in with indoor grow science and we're offering up their uh light double ended 1000 watt air coolable or not you don't have to air cool it um and that reflector will hook up with almost and we'll have to double check with them any 1000 watt digital ballast so if you already have one it's very likely it's going to be compatible with this reflector which will run their real red 1000 watt double ended bulb so it's basically a reflector and a bulb if you have the room to run that I would run it non-air-cooled if I had the room and the cooling power. But the sweet thing is now you can try it out and do the uh, air-cooled 1,000-watt double-ended lighting. So It's pretty cool, man. It's it is. Cool. That will ship right out from indoor grow science to wherever you want. You would get it via your uh, 
via your store or your house or whatever. But leave a good review, and we're, me and Scotty are going to go through them and just pick a couple out. And uh, there's, which is going to be hard, man. Somebody said something like, I couldn't find it on here on iTunes. I was looking. It was like, get ready. Recharge, recharge your ears up, yo. Uh, it's a pretty <laughs> funny title. But uh, we'll be able to find you guys just through going through those uh, reviews. You can just We'll just call it out by nickname. If you haven't, which I did for my first time, <laughs> left a uh, – review on itunes uh, they give you an option to put a nickname in so just remember whatever nickname you use and we'll announce those at the end of the month and by the way guys uh i checked over at dudegrows.com was checking all the uh, memes that people are putting up dude awesome stuff man i mean shout out to i remember grow daddy right off hand had done some i don't remember the other guys right off hand <clears throat> i think jr token put some up but really cool place to go check out people's people's bud what they're growing what they're smoking and uh pretty impressive man the dgc they grow some dank man and they prove it man yes and if there is i if here and there i'm seeming a little choppy today i'm doing everything off of one computer here usually dude sitting here i got two screens but uh i had a uh, normally you have two crappy computers no you have one no no man my 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 two hundred dollar Chromebook was rocking for like three years until it got stepped <laughs> on the other day. So now I'm using my seven year old Vista machine. So it's working out, guys. Man, we're high tech still here. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Um, and and our other support guys, don't forget, grow more. Uh, you know, high quality nutrients at freaking economical prices. <coughs> uh, Optic Foyer, give Denisha shout out over there. Hit him up on Facebook. And lastly, I'll give one more shout out to Gorilla Grow Tents for the twelve was twelve by twelve. Is that correct? Enormous. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, enormous that's a big, that's a beautiful tent. Gorilla Grow Tent we got there, man. Actually, I think one of our listeners uh, today has a question. They're rocking one of their Gorilla Grow Tents, but I suggest check them out if you want to get in a tent growing environment. Please don't mention the product of the show because I'm already high. All right. Uh, I don't have official product of the show, I believe. I have uh, heard, though. What do you mean? What are you talking about? What about Recharge, man? Oh, man, I did it. I yep, did it. You did it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, hang on. I got to smoke, man. Tell them about Recharge. <laughs> All right, Recharge. If you don't know, I'll make that the official product of the show again with Scotty, and then we got to keep saying it. We're going to be screwed with smoking, man. But regardless... I'll try and do a live read, as they call it. Recharge your all-in-one <coughs> biological inoculants with hundreds of millions of forms of microbes. And uh, see, I can't. now you got to take over that you just smoked. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Recharge natural growth stimulant. Grows your plants, man. Put a little microbes in your soil every day, and your problems go away. Hell yeah, man. See? On the fly. I just spoke too because you said this shit ain't gonna work, man. But anyway, all right. What's up with the new? Come on, uh, you, you got a new parody, do you? Don't you? <laughs> Dude, this guy did make this parody for me. The guy, uh, Quentin, Quentin Sound. He's a, a soul singer out of Minneapolis. Mini, Jesus, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, you got my yeah, problem. The weed is working, man. It should be working. What is your problem? You get too stoned before you do every show, man. Is that what's going on? Just my pronunciation. Anyway, this guy uh, is, you know, he listens, uh, he uh, writes, he wrote the R. Kelly parodies for us, man. <laughs> he wrote me a parody, man. He put Dr. J in it. He put your ass in it. He did such a good job, man. I'm really proud of him, man. It's pretty good. Can we put it up on the show or what? Yeah, it's pretty Can good, us, man. It's do pretty we have good. a creative license for it? I believe so until R. Kelly sues us for repping his beats off, man. But. <laughs> 
All right, let's throw that in real quick, man. Let's throw that in right here, and we'll be right back, guys. Let's let's hear what Quentin's got rocking. All right, DGC, deal. DGC, start rolling that shit up, cause we about to blaze out this party. Oh my, look how high, dude's lighting up with his beeline. Dr. J is rolling up quad papers with all the strains we smoking later. Scotty's on some micro trip, working up next level shit. And then we stop in live one. The crew shows up, can I get some? If you wanna smoke on these trees, you gotta kick it with the DGC. In the car, we gonna burn sour D's. Hop in, you gotta be 18. And when the party gets back to the crib, more dabs as I show them how I live. And you, and you know the dank had flavor, cause only one day later. You got two playing on the phone, two girls playing on the phone, two girls playing in the phone. Recharge it up as your ringtone, cause one day later. Two playing on the phone, two girls playing on the phone, one day later. Roll up your own dude grosses on your smartphone. Roll up your own dude grosses on your smartphone. Roll up your own dude grosses on your smartphone. Roll up your own dude grosses on your smartphone. Let's go pick some strands for later. Bust that new shit for our favor. Leave your wallet, we'll do a trailer. Like that shit and then we'll fade out. Tell you that dank ain't a thing to me. We burn all night cause we rolling up trees. So do yourself a favor, download the show for later. You got two girls on your smartphone. Two girls to get the dank on. Two girls on the smartphone. Two girls will go your breast strong. You got two girls on your smartphone. Two girls to get the dank on. Two girls on the smartphone. Two girls will go your butt strong. Roll up your own two grosses on the smartphone. Smoke up a bowl, two girls get the dank on. Roll up your own two grosses on the smartphone. Smoke up a bowl, two girls get the dank on. Roll up your own two grosses on the smartphone. Smoke up a bowl, two girls get the dank on. Roll up your own two grosses on the smartphone. Smoke up a bowl, two girls get the dank on. Alright, man, I dig, I dig. Yeah, man, he got it nailed, man. Voice, he definitely listens voice. to the show, man. He definitely listens to the show. He knew, knew Dr. J rolls big joints, man. Knows you use Beeline. What the fuck's up with that? That's uh, good stuff, dude. I The only problem <laughs> I have with it, like I said, I was just using my lighter, is I misplaced it. I just used this one big old, like a, I don't know how many foot roll. that I, It's like the size of a tennis ball, but it's always popping up in different spots in my house, so... I don't know where it is currently, so I do have to use the lighter every once in a while. But yeah, beeline. All right, uh, what else are we getting into here? Uh, do you give all your your, your shout outs here before we get into grow talk? I, I, I did not. You know, we had a good time, man. We just been trying to be real casual on the. We call it Organic Sunday, and some of the guys in the DGC get together in the Google Cross <laughs> Google Plus group, and uh, we just talk a little organics. I that's the, a part where I know very little. Uh, so I kind of just try to direct a conversation and keep my mouth shut and, and get, get people to share what they know. Uh, yesterday we had Jay Maestro uh, came on the show, did a really nice job and, and to, you know, talked a lot about what he knows and how he grows. Um, Kyle OG Widow was in the house, which we enjoyed having him on, man. He's always a DGC favorite. And we had uh, JR Token in, in the conversation as well, man. Hell yeah. And so, yeah, it was really, really interesting. It just... It's just no more than hanging out with people. It'd be the same thing as if you, uh, 
you know, went and got together with a few guys and sm- smoked a joint and hung out and just talked, let everybody bullshit about their growth style. And it wasn't, wasn't a lot of structure to it, but uh, I enjoyed it. And I, I enjoy getting to know everybody out there, man. Definitely yeah, who's really going to be cool. mixing up some super soil? I see you here. know, I'm going to be mixing up some super soil. Me and the uh, and the uh, owner of Way to Grow, who's just such a super cool, supportive guy, man. Um, I thought you were going to say super sweet. I was like, hey, come <laughs> on, you've been hanging out too much or something? <laughs> he's not super sweet by any means, man. He's a shark, man. He's a cool shark, man. So and, what uh, Yeah, man, he... Uh, uh, is going to sponsor us doing some super soil recipes, man. He says, take what we need off the shelves, build your soil, learn it, do it, get it going right, man. We, we got it. He's got our backs on there. So it's stuff like that where, you know, everybody gets to learn that, I don't know, just make, makes those guys real cool over there. I'm really glad they're my, my home grow store, and I'm really glad that they got behind well, us. Well, it's like nice that, to so. be able to play in new arenas and things you're ignorant about without worrying about having to, you know, shell money out of your own pocket and get some support. So definitely keep yeah. the calls going. Give us some yeah, feedback. So we're gonna, but it takes a while, right? We're not going to know for months. That's what my problem is. Don't you got to cook yeah, it and all that? I think with the summer heat that we got, I think we can cook it up in a month. All right. All right. You'll keep us yeah, filled in. We'll hang out, man. And I like <laughs> that idea of cooking your soil for a month and then feeding it recharge for the... Oh, shit, I did it. For the uh, rest Dude, I, of... I'm good for a minute. <laughs> for the rest of the, uh, of the grow, you just feed it, and I think you're good to go, man. That's what I heard people are doing. They feed them aerated compost D's. Sounds super simple for sure. All right, man. We're gonna get into grow talk here though. We got a we got a we got a heavy uh heavy winded question questions here, but we're gonna try and get through it. Uh first one here is this listener says they have several questions or things he'd love to hear you guys talk about. He's running some DWC. It looks like he has two sounds like, not looks like, sounds like he has two big ass, like almost thirty gallon trash cans. In a four by eight tent, so he's scrogging out two plants across the tent. Dude, these have to be monster plants, man. I love the DWC gone ape shit here, man. <laughs> he says similar to Hygro Hybrid. Um, that's a, a, a YouTube uh, grower, or I mean, right? Sure, real popular dude. Uh, running a thousand waters, dimmed down to six hundred. He says he got too hot in the tent, so that's one nice feature of dimmable ballast. Right. And he's using Hausengarten newts with a Heisenberg style tea made from Organism XL, which is a beneficial product from uh, Roots, I believe. Uh, one mil per gallon of Cali Magic, some Cal Mag, and Silica Blast. In parentheses to you, Scotty, he says, sorry, he had to buy some Organism XL. It was before he knew about Recharge. <laughs> hey, well, I'll even smoke for that one because uh, I got no problem with that, man. I mean, the guy's got... You know, when people ask, hey, man, what can I do? And they're not using soil microbes. Of course, I want to jump up and down because that's my trick. You know? yeah. But um, Organism XL is awesome stuff, man. You know, it's, it's, it's really good stuff. It's a lot very similar to what I do with my recharge. So, um, yeah, it sounds like you got, got a good combination of, of organisms there, man. So, yeah, the I next, got no problem with that. Next part of the question is kind of like a... I don't want to say an un... There's some unknowns, but let's try and be detectives. He says he's noticed over the past two grows, he's getting some nitrogen toxicity around the beginning of the second quarter of flower. Wow, that's, that's confusing when you get high and read it like that. Just tell me what week. So around the beginning <laughs> of the second quarter of flower, and my girls just never seem to recuperate no matter what I do. Sub- subsequently, my buds aren't filling in properly. I tried changing the mix of A and B base Wait. to use... Go ahead. It- it's the second quarter of the third trimester. That's different. Second quarter of flower. <laughs> Just go. Okay. <laughs> and you, you made me come like, come on. 
Um, oh, he man, said his I buds aren't mind, filling man. in properly. Tried changing the mix of A and B bass to use more B, thus less nitrogen. But he says he also uses Bud XL, which has a lot of nitrogen in it as well. And he says he doesn't understand why they do this. Well, I'm not really familiar with Housing Gardens line that much at all. I've uh, definitely heard some some pretty decent reviews on Bud XL. What do you think about his PPMs, man? I converted here. Guys, he sent in. He says he doesn't think he's running high PPMs. He says the highest in veg is around 0.8 or 0.9 EC. And he says he maxes out up to 1.1 in flower. So for PPMs, I can tell you that if you're at 1.1, you're at about 770 PPMs in flower. So do you think he's maybe borderlining it there with a if he's got a perfectly running DWC with microbes? Maybe that's maybe that's making too much nitrogen available. I'm not sure. It could be. I mean, there's nitrifying uh, bacteria in in those microbes, man, in organism and and in recharge for that matter as well. So I'm wondering if they're working real well. Um, and then I'm just working, you know, 770 ppm. I know it sounds very light for everybody else, uh, but for a deep water culture, because you're just immersing the plant in that aerated water, that's a fairly heavy it can parts be, per million. Yeah, it can you be hot go for down some strains, Dep- right? Depending on what uh, you know what's in there. And I, as far as nitrogen toxicity, you, uh, I, we don't have pictures with this, but hopefully, what you're seeing a darker really dark green leaf and sometimes don't you get some clawing down i think i've seen yeah i, I see like the serrated yeah, like real serrated tips kind of going up almost looks like a yeah real serrated and as a matter of fact grow daddy don actually put up a picture recently last week i think it was on the dude grows crew over at google plus and was asking hey what do you guys think this is and it looked like that like my, it almost looked like that perfect burn to me you know, where the tips are turned up and they're very serrated and, you know, very defined. And it was it was light stress is what it was. It was having him a little too close to his light. And that will do that as well. It's kind of one of those tricks where, like, oh, man, you know, he got me. Because uh, a lot of times those two things will look very similar. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I would first try is, I mean, there's a lot, like I said, unknowns. How is your pH always dialed? I like that to be always dialed in DWC myself, even if I'm using microbes. Um, what in that PPM? How much of it is nitrogen? He says he thinks that, you know, house and garden newts aren't for me. I would, you know, give them a call. I'm sh- they're a company that, that should be able to answer the phone and try and help you out and pick your brain a little because they've been around for a while. I know people have success with them. So, um he says he's yeah, really. I mean, diff- different strains. Don't forget, each one of these plants is is, you know, a different plant from j- just a strain right next to it, and the the nutrient needs will be just slightly different. But just like you find that pineapple express really finicky, you know, certain strains just have have very finicky nutrient uh, uh, needs. I should say. Who well, he says he's considering switching over to Coco DTW? What is that abbreviated for? DTW. No D. T as in Tommy W. I don't know. I don't know. He says he wants to redesign his room, no net, and using new millennium nutrients. What I say before you do that, man, is it's always nice to try and figure out what your first, you know, before you change everything, unless you're tired of DWC, figure out why you're not, you know, if if you want to, figure out why you're not, I was going to say why you're not learning. (laughs) Figure out what the problem is that you're dealing with with your nitrogen toxicity and the strain, if that's it for sure, before it's nice to know, to look back and say, oh, that's what that was before you switch everything up. So DTW, drain to waste. God damn, man. Yeah, that's pretty easy. I can guarantee, obviously, <laughs> if you're a DWC grower, you know, drain to waste cocoa is a little bit easier to manage, in my opinion. 
So, dude, that's the only way to do cocoa, man. I don't. I think I do know a couple people that recirculate it, and good luck to them. I'm sure you know what works for you is awesome, but I do not recirculate my cocoa. No yeah. way. That's how, you, that's how you get root aphids, man. Um, he did mention switching over. I said the new Millennium Nutrients. He, I, he says I believe they're made here in Colorado specifically for cannabis. I don't know a lot about it. If you're here in Colorado, which it sounds like you are, I would check out. Uh, I don't know if uh, Way to Grow carries those. I know Lee over at uh, Chlorophyll carries those. They might have some knowledge. Give them a call and, uh, yeah, say what's up. So Yeah, man. I mean, you know, with nutrients, it's kind of tough. Like, we're, you know, like I, I know this guy recommended that we maybe get these guys on the show, and we're glad to, but it's kind of tough when, you know, enough nutrient talk already I mean, we've talked so much goddamn nutrient i'll talk, talk about so, what sometime. i'm using i mean i don't mind that yeah at all. i'll talk about what i'm using but i'm just saying like to be like oh another line of nutrients is introduced let's talk about them you know i, I don't know man it just doesn't seem exciting to me it's not it's not super exciting i agree so i said i don't i, I will i'll say gladly the the little drops i do i said yeah i've never heard anything bad about them at all i think definitely a couple of people using it and, and succeeding you know scotty's gonna tell you if you can run the cocoa drain to waste because uh, he's used can of cocoa a and b forever that's gonna be his pick i've never used can of cocoa a and b i'm trying their bio line now but it's like yeah we we can we can try and simmer on some of the nutrient talk for mr real all right. Well, no, I don't mean. I just mean that you know. I can tell there's some. I guess I'm sensitive to the criticisms. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want to be called a sellout for just having nutrient company after nutrient company on the show. Yeah. Um. I do find it interesting to find different people's approaches. Like I like Dynagrow. I like the fact that they've got that one bottle approach, or you know, two bottles at the most. I could see hiking my ass out to the woods with you know just a gallon of Dynagrow Foliage Pro and being uh, you know, and being good to go. You know, or something like that, or some silica, a couple gallons. So, I mean, there's a right product for everybody. You know, I I, for some reason, had a picture of like a Mexican dude with a six gallon of Dynagro Foliage Pro strapped to his back with ropes in the national park somewhere, as they the news likes to pick up on. And he doesn't have to be Mexican, he could be white, he could be whatever, but right, regardless, right. Go ahead. I saw this YouTube video of a guy that actually balanced a motorcycle on his head. And then uh, walked up a ladder and put it on top of a bus. You know what I mean? So okay. I got that image. I'm thinking like a complete <laughs> six case uh, uh, octopot system he's got on his head with a full line of grow more nutrients plus additives, man. Yeah. You know, All that, right. that's what he'd balance on there. Well, what I'm moving we got, on man? if uh, I didn't interrupt you enough. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> I'm going to try and do that so more, much? actually, this episode. So, wait, just oh, let me get this in here. Um, so Help me out, brother. Next one. He was go different arena. Lighting. He says he wants to hook up the Spectrum King. He's been thinking about it. Any idea if this light puts off too much heat to run in a tent, which uh, has the basic tent air exchange? Or he said, is it more suited for open rooms with higher ceilings? So Dr. J ran this in a tent. He didn't have any issues. But when you ask these questions, guys, we got to have some more specifics. Tent. I could have somebody growing with a tent in an upstairs in Florida. I could have somebody growing with a tent in the basement in Alaska. It, it's a lot of it's also the environment the tents in uh so yeah if the t if the tents in an air conditioned room that makes a big difference but with that spectrum king man all right say that say it's just for argument's sake maybe we're wrong by a little bit maybe we're or maybe a little bit more a little bit less but say that 50 percent of the of the energy is converted to, to light and 50 percent is converted to heat so you're getting a little bit better efficiency than an than a, a uh uh, HID light 
And so we'll say you're getting 50% efficiency, which would be high efficiency off that off the Spectrum King. Well, that means you're making only 200. You know, it's what, a 400-watt light or a 450-watt light? I think they've got uh, two of them. 450, I thought. Okay, so 450. So we've got 225 watts of heat coming off of there. You know, heat watts coming off of there. That's just not that much, though, if you're just running one of them. So I would think that that's very nominal amount of heat. I would think that if you've got an air-conditioned room and you're circulating the air in that room, that it's going to be able to handle that. I mean, that's like... You know, I mean, I don't know. It's probably similar to the amount of like a T, you know, an eight eight bulb T five or something would put out. And I don't have any math to prove that. I mean, but. eight. There's yeah. If you're running in a sealed environment, so I can give you one example. I had a five by five tent which had all it had in it was ninety watts, if that's what it truly was, which of uh, UFO LED. And then I had two hundred. I think was it two hundred? No. And then I had a hundred watts of. Uh, T5. So there's 190 watts. So let's just say 200 watts in a 5x5 tent. And that did not get that tent hot enough to have to air. That tent was sitting in a room that was about 71, 72. Pretty chill room. And it did not get that tent hot enough to have to exhaust. But it got it. I mean, it got it to upper 70s, low, you know. So I'm going to say it really, heat's going to build up in a tent. A T5 8 ball definitely builds up in a tent. You need air exchange almost in any environment. Uh, my, my, my T5. You definitely need air exchange, but you, what I'm saying is if that room has an 8-inch duct and you're in Florida and that room's you know seriously air-conditioned, you know, you've got it in a master bedroom that has a couple air-conditioning ducts in there, and then you're circulating the air outside of that tent and mixing it in with the room air, I would say you got a good chance of keeping yeah. that thing in the sweet spot. Just my heat will add up quick in a sealed environment, and uh, and but, but yeah, a lot of temperature variables. I mean, I, I, ideally, I'd probably... Due to the depth of the fixture, unless you have a really tall tent, I might not go with that Spectrum King. I mean, it's... That's the only problem I got with it. I, I really do dig those guys, and I dig that light. And I hope anybody that listened to that LED guru talk that we put out last Friday didn't think that we were dogging them out, because I'm not, man. There's just diff- I just wanted to hear that guy's, that guy's perspective on things, which was, you know, you listen to six different people you get six different perspectives but you can usually choose and pick and choose and and find what you want from each one or at least find somebody to follow so i definitely thought led guru was picking had some good information Um, but the problem i have with the spectrum king is i don't have the ceiling space for it i would have already bought spectrum kings i think they're cool as fuck but i don't have the ceiling space for them so i gotta figure something out with some kind of a flat led style i'm just waiting until i can can paint my leds onto my ceiling and i'll be good to go that's so awesome, and you not maybe not paint, but your ass will be able to stick them up with you know they'll just be like little stickums or something like that. That's hilarious. All right, let's tackle velcro the them on, man. I want to velcro my LEDs onto the ceiling. <laughs> let's, uh, yo, man. I, I want to shout out to Kyle OG Widow, man. He's 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 in my screen, man. I'm uh, uh, looking at my show notes, man. He's over here, so saying DGC for life, <laughs> man, and. Man, how can, how can you go wrong with that, man? Cool as hell over there. Yes. Next final part of the question. With that said, what do you got? With man? that said, how would you build a I'm room to be able to more, run? Man, nothing worse can happen at this point, man. So, <laughs> recharge, recharge, recharge. How would you build a room to be able to run CO two without having a mini split to cool things down? Spectrum King seems like they could be a good part in this, but even without LEDs, is there a way to run regular HID lights? 
cycle air exchange every so often and still not waste a crazy amount of CO2. I mean, it's not common, man. Like I got <laughs> the first thing you need to do if you're running HID lights is in, in, in my economical opinion is air cool, meaning you're trying to pull air from outside of the building even cool night air if you can run it through your hoods and then that air needs to go back out of the building you know put it let's say you put a tent in a room for example scotty is using obviously you're pulling air through the hood and pushing it right back in the room eventually the room just heats up depending on the volume of it and if it's air conditioned but still ideally you want to pull air from outside the grow space and get it out of the house altogether and then after that you still get heated up my three six hundreds in a sealed environment right now it's actually even with just right now, I'm only running one 1,000 um, air-cooled, and I still need AC in there for sure. That would probably get that room up to like 89 or 90 if I wasn't doing AC. So heat just builds, man. you got to either cool it with AC or you could, like you said, potentially do an air exchange to where you could enrich with CO2. You'd have to play with it. Say, man, I know I only need to take air out of this room once every 22 minutes so that that's how long it takes for it to get up to 83 where my exhaust and, is set at yeah think about it i mean if you're in a place where you've got access to natural gas and you can hook up, hook up a burner say that you're in a, a house in florida and you've got access to natural gas you're in the master you know and i mean i guess you'd really would have to commit to this but you can have a burner you know in an air-conditioned room going on periodically and uh, it'll, you know, maybe you only raise it to, you know, 800 parts per million or something. You wouldn't want to do this and get it up to 15, but just to sweeten the air up a little bit and have that burner come on periodically. Yes, it raises the ambient temperature in the room, or, or sorry, it raises the temperature in the room uh, a couple degrees. But the trade off is you're getting, you know, two, two and a half times the amount of CO2 that you would normally get. I think it's a good trade-off, and if you can do it, and especially if you own your own home and you can do something like um, go buy a little window unit and put it in in your uh, in a window or go buy one of these little portable ACs you get for three or 400 bucks, uh, something like that will, I've got a little, what is it, a Sola something, Solus Air, hang on, Solus Air, and I use it in my home, but I used to use it in my grow. It's a 14,000 BTU. And uh, it works great, man. So something like that as a trade-off, running one of those to allow me to run a CO2 burner and then just be really inefficient with the CO2, let that shit run. Um, yeah, I'm all for something like <laughs> let that. that shit I, I, run. Know, yeah, well, as opposed to... Uh, as, as opposed to going and buying these tanks, when you have the tanks, all of a sudden you got to be super efficient with it. And when your tank runs out, you got to run back to the grow store. I mean, there's something. I have to go to for... the grow store tomorrow, but I like visiting the store. But yeah. Oh, it's great in Colorado, but if you're down in Florida or someplace like that and you've got a bedroom that you've dedicated to, to growing in and you've got a closet in that bedroom, man, maybe go up, you know, go in the attic, drop another eight inch duct. You know, or, or divert an, uh, an eight-inch duct from uh, uh, from your. And air you look sketchy either way with with a tank. Scotty's talking about. I mean, if you're you're either I replace you know my tank once a week. It's a twenty-pound tank. Used to have people when I worked in the store. They'd be walking into the store. I had one guy. He'd bring his two tanks in and this big old duffel bag. So even that's like, why does this guy? You know, if you're a neighbor, you're like, why does he leave his house every Tuesday with a huge duffel bag? <laughs> like it still just yeah. looks kind of sketch. 
and they've got air cooled CO two generators. I own one, man. They have air, and they're they're awesome. I mean, All they're right. about a thousand bucks, man. But oh, let me dude, cue in two points on the CO two. Yeah, if you're doing what Scotty says, I've seen problems. Make sure I don't know if it's here more in Colorado more. If you're using natural gas, talk to the manufacturer of the burner you're going to use and make sure you have the right pressure. Tent Mead Todd's has done plenty of pressure tests where you're like, oh, you're shit out of luck. You don't have enough pressure for what this burner is requiring. I think it's typically only on larger ones, but worth looking into. Ah, um, man. Don't worry about it. Just fucking order it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> I really did work that shit there. It's like some kind of test where like, there's a ball that has to go up a certain number of inches. Like They couldn't even make it something like PSI. It's something ridiculous. And... Uh, I worried. I sweated that shit for weeks, and then I go, "Just fucking give me the goddamn thing, man!" And I plugged it in, and it works great, man. So, or word that's unofficial advice. From- they just don't from <laughs> most of these machines. Are, you know what? I'm gonna design a, uh, a a natural gas generator to not work on most natural gas systems. I don't know. Fuck no, man. Most most of them work is my point. You might get bunked out if you've got like a tank or something like that. If you're running off, low, maybe it needs to burn at a certain pressure to have cleaner exhaust, cleaner CO two emissions or something. When's the last well, time you tested true, your man. PPMs, man? What are you running? I run. I test my PPMs all the time, man. I got a digital monitor controller. Gotcha. When's the last time you took that outside to give it a a restart? Uh, uh fucking never. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love busting the. All right. <laughs> Come on. Lastly, guys, your uh, your last option, man. Don't forget those uh, exhale bags, mushroom compost bags, all that jazz. For a smaller grow, it's a nice way to add a little CO2. I've used them before in my eight eight bulb T5. So, um, and uh, lastly, he says a PS. He just booked a last minute trip out to Denver, man. So this is from Boa Fett, uh, and. They're going to check it out. He had a question real quick. He's going to hit the Indo Expo, which thanks, uh, me and Scotty didn't, as usual, realize the Indo Expo is this weekend. We'll see what we can do to get down there. Typically, Scotty gives me a call and says, hey, man, do you know there's some Ganja Expo tomorrow we should check out? <laughs> yeah, man. Good times. We always have a good time, so we'll probably see you down there, though. The Indo Expo was good last year, from what I remember. He was wondering places to buy seeds. I mean, I don't recall. I know um, the... The clinic has a recreational over at Mexico Ave, but I don't know if they charge you, man. If you have out-of-state licenses, I don't know. If- I bet you that in Indo Expo there'd be somebody selling seeds. Wasn't well, that that's where? Funny uh- you say that because, uh, man, I don't. I, I would just. I don't know what they're going to be doing, but I would just maybe go check out Get Seeds now. So, because uh, let me make sure here. Me- Is that the guy we met last time, James Dean or something like that? Man, is <laughs> a really weird name. I might have gotten that wrong. It, it, but there's it, let's just say in general there might be some seeds over at the indo expo yeah last time there was only oh, one seed guy there seeds man. here now it's fairly specific company names so go check out seeds here now other yeah he's the guys with the seeds like right here right now man but no that guy was really cool man he was uh We've been hanging with at Adam Dunn's booth a couple couple shows ago. We saw him. Yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm looking at the list now too. The waiter grows gonna be hanging over there. So we're probably gonna go walk around and have a good time. So uh, and this seems to be the expo out here because guys, there's a lot of expos in Colorado, but this seems to be the one that's starting to uh, get a good exhibitor list and 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 grow. We went to another one that the Canacon. There's definitely a few complaints on just traffic going through there. Like there wasn't enough people. So. I guess it depends on how the I'm not a exhibitor marketer, but how all that works. Yeah, and I mean there was just another show this just last week where it was like 
I mean, it was $800 to get into it, <laughs> which I could see why there weren't a lot of people walking around. Yeah, definitely. But, but uh, man, it was quiet there, man. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we'll let you guys know Wednesday here what our plan is for the, the Indo Expo. Well, let's go on to the next question here. Uh, what you got, brother? This is a good one, man. I'm kind of curious. Should have got Dinesh up on for this. Uh, first off, tremendous show. Thanks. Couldn't, it says he couldn't bring the dank without the dude and scatty. Right on. Love Appreciate it. it. it says, I got a quick question about using Easy Wet, which is from Grow More, wedding agent product. Uh, can I call it? It's a wedding agent product, correct? That's what you call it? Yeah, that's First, correct. First, Optic Absolutely. Foyer Transport and my Foyer program. You guys have talked a lot about both products, and I wanted to know if they are mixable or are better used interchangeably. Also, I have a question regard. Well, we can do that first. What do you think, man? You know, man, I'd, I'd want to get uh, Jake on there to, to verify because I do believe that uh, uh, Easy Wet works a bit differently than than uh, a lot of the other products. Well, I'd say Easy so. Wet you could use as a standalone, correct? That, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I'd if, – I mean, you certainly can. It's not going to hurt anything, but I don't know if the Easy Wet's going to get transported in the I, – I, Dude, yeah. Just have a fe- yeah. I have a feeling that's as designed to hang out on the surface. Yeah. Without getting the more information, which I can connect, I can connect with Dinesh, man. <laughs> right. Is uh, the transport? Um, I would use them like you said separately. Transport's great for for extending the value out of whatever else you're spraying. Your neem, Azimax, you can lower the ratios to like half rate with the transport as well as spray with the lights on, which is less work. Or sure. you know, Easy Wet's kind of a standalone. What you would call it a sticker spreader, I think. But if you have mites and stuff and you want to, you know, smother them out, and it's just another good thing, as we say, you should be alternating with products anyway when you're using your IPM to fight bugs, or else you can. It's it's way easier than I ever thought. I'd love to talk to an entomologist about how breeding. I guess I call it breeding, but you're creating pest resistant bugs when you're not following pretty strict uh, rules, getting rid of them. Like, just oh, I'm gonna, gonna let, get rid of some of them, let these live. Then spray those with half rate. I mean, I almost did it with these russet mites where sure. I was using half rate on some things just to be, I don't know, whatever, kind, I guess. <laughs> but uh, next part of his question uh, regarding the final flush. Everybody loves the flush. He says he follows all the advice given on the show for the two-week flush, but was wondering, should I literally flush multiple gallons of water through my soil soilless mix at the beginning of the flush period? Uh, on my last run, I still had more green in the leaves than I would have liked at harvest, and was curious about this tweak to help pull more of these newts from my media. He says he's running a 50-50 blend cocoa and rainforest, ocean forest uh, soil. So, uh, yeah, man. And I've done that before, man. You can just take a freaking garden hose or something like that and just flush the shit out of your cocoa or your, you know, uh, anything but a real organic soil, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- that's how I do it too. First, my first time, I'm like, oh, first time I'm cutting out all my newts, I definitely get a shit ton of runoff. After that, I'm just watering to a little runoff, not worried about it. But the first hit, I really like flush them well, and it seems I do that a couple times throughout the grow. It seems like the plants. It's like sometimes I feel like a plant when you have a day where it rains all day outside, and then the next day is sunny. It's like that plant just oomps. Like you're like, okay every area of that root zone got what it needed so it's just going to kick ass today so it's nice to see that sometimes and in response to we had another a comment over on youtube um it says regarding flushing if a plant isn't turning yellow despite despite flushing it could be that the strain's leaves get darker toward the end of its life cycle normally you're still getting a good flush however 
the fade is minimal due to the strain. He says he grew a strain that was flushed for three weeks and still had dark green leaves on most leaves, and they even as they died off. One of the parents was a dark purple strain, and the offspring had its leaves turning dark green as it finished. Purple Diesel crossed with White Widow crossed with Unknown Indica. And he said, by the way, not that good of smoke. But that's a really good point, man. I would have never thought of that, that your strain, depending on what their fall colors bring on, might not do that yellowing out, you know. So don't get too bent on it. I mean, you don't have to flush out like my one crazy video. Right? Like just, It's not crazy, but just flush the hell out of this plant. I had a good time doing it. It's like I'm getting rid of all the green. Leaves are going to start falling off of it too. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I think the concept of the concept I've always followed – is your flushing, you know, your nutrient, you know, is your your buffer. You know, it's it's where the your soil rather is your buffer. It's where the nutrients are held. So the idea is to you know get everything out of the stores, get everything out of the buffer, so that it only can use what it's got, you know, on hand. So what it's got in its roots, what it's got in its rhizosphere, and you hope to time it right so it exhausts that stuff. Um, you know, so so we're not smoking that stuff, so it's been used up, but. I'm starting to understand that no matter what, we're smoking some of that stuff. That's what makes, you know, the minerals you're putting in there are what build those flowers. There's calcium in those flowers, you know. There, there might not, you might not want a lot of nitrogen or phosphorus in there, but those flowers are built with, with minerals. Word. Well, let's take a quick break, Scotty. Um, and Fucking then A word, Come back man. with all Fucking the, all the uh, beginning, beginning grow talk before we uh, put the show in the bag. We've got some good points here. And I hate... The word beginning grow talk really is just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because some of these points I go through, I even forgot to stick with like multiple times, you know, when you're in the grow. So, but it is beginner friendly grow talk. Um, and we'll be right back with that, guys. So catch up with us and toke recharge. <laughs> oh, man. I'm already high. Yo, why don't you go get that good shit? You know. That shit that your brother gave you? That good shit. Yeah, that's the shit. They tried to take away my recharge and I said no, no, no. Yes, I go the day that's just like money in the bank. I'm in the no, oh, oh. Come on and do yourself a favor and grow some dangness that you can savor. Cause I'm growing top shelf with recharge. The proof is in the smoke, oh, oh. Recharge is a natural soil conditioner that takes the guesswork out of growing. The secret is in the biology. 
Recharge loads your soil up with organic beneficials that store and deliver nutrients to the plant as needed. In traditional or organic gardening, Recharge makes growing amazing quality simple. I got the time to buy seven bottles when one's just five. Why you try to take my Recharge when you can get your own? All right, all right. <laughs> All right, let's do it, man. Rounding the home stretch. <laughs> First, uh, I came up with a beginning uh, beginner tip on, on the fly. Beginning of the show, I realized right when we were talking about nitrogen toxicity, I Googled nitrogen toxicity and started looking at images. So my first tip is because everybody loves to look around on the web, especially being a cannabis grower, you don't really have, you know, not just usually – it's starting to change, but you can't just like go to your hardware store or garden center and talk to the guy about why your marijuana leaves are too dark green. So, and Googling this, it's like, okay, be very careful when you're dealing with looking at other people's pictures of what they think they have and making your own assumptions. You got to really look into, I mean, I see so many different pictures here. Some, you know, I'm, I'm looking at one here where it definitely looks like hemp russet might instead of nitrogen you know th i'm like this is a bug problem this is not a nutrient problem people got all probably about 25 at least right here in the beginning different types of pitchers um even a full wilt and it says nitrogen toxicity so be careful of the internets and the forums and digging in there i i do suggest doing it but you know before you make moves in your garden and adding you know more of this or more of that really know what you're doing and and not go off of just one post but 25 of them how about that yeah because none of these look like nitrogen toxicity maybe one of them does uh what do you got man what's your okay that's that's my my tip number one uh, oh man my my rules where i said i wanted to try to explain in 90 seconds or less to somebody that was thinking about or could benefit from growing a plant i wanted to say to them hey man it's easy. Look, you want to grow a fucking couple ounces in in your side yard or by, is this by it? your Did garage? You, did you start the clock? Is this it? <laughs> is this your ninety seconds? Uh, no, hang on. I'll start. I'll start the clock, man. Hang on. It'll take take my stoned ass a second to get a countdown timer going here, man. Yeah. Well, well, you get your countdown timer queued up for us. So I'll give another tip here, man. I did this recently in the uh, the last grow hemp why or current one hemp why I had some hemp russet mites come back. Don't slack on your IPM. You can call it either one originally known as integrated pest management, <coughs> recently renamed here and there as integrated production management because they tie together so well. But don't slack on it, guys. Get a calendar that's specifically for wherever you write it down and keep track of when you sprayed, what you did last to help keep the bugs away because too often – I know, I've done it. You peek your head in. You're like, everything looks good in there, man. Plants are happy. You got to go through there. You got to inspect. You got to look for powdery mildew. You got to look for mites. And just keep an eye out for all kinds of shit. Because if you're growing cannabis indoors, eventually, or out, something's coming your way. And you got to be ready for it or preventing it before it does. So don't slack on that. Nice. All right, you got your timer, I like man. It. I can go for it. I'm on, I'm on fire. You want to hit it? <laughs> 90 seconds or less. 90 seconds or less. All right, here we go. Boom. All right, if you're going to grow cannabis, find some uh, somebody with a cut, man, with a clone. Try your hardest not to grow from seed. If you grow from seed, try to get some feminized seed from somebody reputable. Buy it if you have to. Get a big old container, man. The littlest container you want should be like a five-gallon bucket. If you're going to do something super simple, get a five-gallon bucket and try to find some good compost, man. Take 
find some good local compost. <laughs> if you can't find some, buy some earthworm castings. Mix that in with a good quality soil so you don't have bugs right off the bat. Don't go buy the soil from a yard. Go try to buy the soil from a reputable grow store. Uh, something like uh, uh, something with peat or something with cocoa will do. Try to get cocoa and mix that with earthworm castings. That's your best bet. While you're there, you might want to get yourself some fish fertilizer, something like a 511 fish and seaweed. That can be your primary fertilizer right there. And then you got to use soil microbes. So if you're not going to use recharge, got to smoke, <laughs> then find something like uh, earthworm castings or something like that and just deliver a little bit of castings uh, uh, every time that you water. And then you could just use, uh, I would just use your earthworm, cast, or I would say just use your, uh, uh, dang it, man. I think my time's up, man. <laughs> All right. Just just use your kelp and fish is what I was going to say to feed with. But just by having a big container, some decent soil, a lot of compost in there, and a little bit of nutrient, you should be able to get a really flavorful, uh, a few ounces of really flavorful weed grown out of a five-gallon bucket, man. All right, all right. Boom. So how long did that take? I, mean, you, I wish I had my buzzer ready. I wasn't, you know, because that was too long. That was too long. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't go off, man. But, uh, yeah, my point is I was trying to make things simple. I'm trying to think if I was talking to a simple grower, what I, what I would say to them, because I want them to grow their own weed, man. I bought $20 a gram weed recently, and it didn't feel good, man. It brought me back to the days where weed was an expense for me. And, uh, man, that sucks, man. You should be able to grow, you know, a little bit of peppers, a little bit of tomatoes, and a couple ounces of cannabis, you know, all in five-gallon buckets, all on the side of your house. You know, keep it really simple. All right. You going to set the timer for me? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Say, tell, tell me when to go. Hang on, man. Reset, baby. Go. All right, man, you guys got to figure out your budget for your grow. You got to figure out your grow space for your grow, how much you intend on growing. Is it just for you or for others? And then listen to all 115 episodes if that's how many we got to do grow show, and you're good to go. <laughs> Bam, done. Damn, man, that was 15 seconds, brother. Yeah, you guys got it. You're going to be set set to jet. Let me go to another couple tips, man. You had mentioned container size. That's definitely important, but also only applicable to your space. Um, decide why you want to grow guys. Too many people are like, man, this is going to be cool. You know, just make sure you're not the person that would be just as happy if you have access to saying, look, I'm busy or my buddy grows. I don't mind buying a dime bag from him every once in a while. Cause growing is a chore. Um, it's a rewarding chore. I'm not saying a chore in a bad way. Definitely is nice when, when like it's also can be though, extremely frustrating, man, like losing sleep over things like powdery mildew and I've definitely had nightmares about weird shit in the indoor garden. So, no, it's going to be a yeah, challenge. We were laughing with you, not at you. We were <laughs> laughing with you about your ceiling dripping. Me and Jay Maestro were BSing. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> or the worst is, man, I've had the, the nightmares when you're getting close to harvest and everything looks awesome. You're like, this is one of the best runs I've done. You have that nightmare that you open the door and everything's cut down and gone for some reason. Like, you got robbed. <laughs> Anyway, that's never happened. That's what I mean. Don't invest too much too soon, man. Maybe you start out with, by saying, hey, I like to smoke weed. You know, maybe I'll go and get a packet of seeds for, uh, you know, 60 or 70 bucks. I'll get them mailed to me and I'll, uh, you know, feminize seed. And I'll go take a five-gallon bucket and I'll make a heavy bucket. And I'm going to put it out behind my shed. You know what I mean? It's summer. And, you know, that's how it starts. You know, growing a couple plants or you throw it in your garden with all the other plants. I want it to be simple, man. 
word. I got a couple more. Make sure I've ran into a bit. This isn't mandatory, but it's pretty nice. If you can start the setup or try and set up your grow and learn how equipment works and how, oh, man, I don't have enough power on the panel here or this room's getting too hot here or this area, and you know, set up your grow before you have your clone sitting in front of you stressing out. So I've had people that have, you know, here, I got my box of clones. Let's build my room. It's like, man, that's that just puts a lot of stress on it. So try and start planning ahead to get everything done, even if, or like we've said before in the show, if you're in a state that you know you got an option to grow sometime soon, which hopefully everyone will, set up your indoor garden and start growing right now some peppers and tomatoes just to get used to systems and how they function. You could use all the same nutrients, the same lighting, and then when the cops come to your house, you can laugh at them because you got peppers and tomatoes. <laughs> so didn't that happen to that growing your greens guy? You ever hear that story? I did. I heard. He's like, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, he like grows like some kind of green, you know, foliage or something that he makes into like his green drink for health. And yeah, they came and busted him, man. Yeah, not busted him. They came and left, but they busted his door down for. Uh, he thought he was a oh, weed grower. Yeah. He was. He was pissed too, man. It was funny. Understandably. Uh, let's see. Not lastly, two more here, man. It's it's gonna stink, guys. Don't forget. Uh, even if you just have one. You know, I grew one little plant in Florida when I lived in a studio apartment um, and put it behind the computer desk with like, I think I had like one 150 watt fluorescent on it just to, you know, just to play around, which was probably a bad idea in Florida. But and it it even itself, which barely got any, you know, two foot tall, maybe really airy if nothing flowers it was enough to like you could notice it when you open the door these some genetics can stink horrible even in veg so you're gonna make sure you're gonna especially in prohibition states be ready to deal with smell and uh yeah understand you can't just remove the smell you have to filter it you have to you know run a carbon filter and they come in all sizes down to just you know this two feet long by this like a diameter of a, a custom coffee can or whatever the original one Hard to use coffee can now. I guess there's so many sizes. How about like a Folgers from 1989? <laughs> Deal. I got gotcha. um, you. That's about hey, it. Man, What's up? Have you seen this Friskin Duck? I think that's what it's called. I, but uh, no, wh- Fris, 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 Frisian Duck. I don't know, man. F-R-I-S-I-A-N Duck. What is it? And it's this strain of weed, man, that grows so strange. Like the... The leaves don't separate. It just looks like one big leaf, man. Like one, bi- it looks like uh, it doesn't look like weed at all, man. Until it buds up, I'd say lay it in the flowering. You'd be like, is that weed over there? And it looks purple, man. It's super. Uh, the leaf is super weird looking, though, man. I think this would be a good camouflage plant for outside. Yeah, I've not. Do you, where are you checking checking it out? It's Dutch Dutch Passion Seeds. Oh, okay, it's a. And uh, I mean, I don't know the it's purple flower, flower looks pretty interesting. I'm gonna keep an open mind with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it's delicious, but it's kind of neat. The plant does not look like weed while it's growing in veg. Word. Um, I don't have a picture in front of me, so I can't. That's what we gotta get going here soon on, soon on some of our video shows. Scotty's almost. Yeah, we've been working. Out. We've been working the video, man. I think we should be starting to, to put things out over the next. Uh, I don't know, shoot, if I can get that dude in front of the camera, man, we'll put something out this week. But, uh, yeah, that's why we've been working on the uh, Google Hangouts, using seeing what, what that uh, 
presents as a tool and how we can use that. And we've had this program Wirecast we've been using. Thanks for everybody for helping out and uh, participating in all the experiments and all that. Thank you. I would say you're welcome, but I've, yeah, not been helping yeah. out. <laughs> Thank you for mountain biking, dude. I got that. I got my phone all Google Plus, and I got so many. Literally, this past Sunday morning, we were, me and my son were at a, racing, doing some downhill racing, and like right away, 8.30 in the morning or something, are you going to join this hang? I'm just sitting there chuckling. My phone's chiming about <laughs> organic soil and all this. So, no, I, I don't have anything against it. You guys, I'll be hanging out soon enough, you know. Summertime, sure. fun time, man. DJ Jazzy Jeff, summer, summer, summer. <laughs> hey, I did make a mistake when doing the hangout. I originally made that when I started the hangout. I made it from, like, my personal Scotty Real account, and I was supposed to make it on the Dude Grows account, so I had to end that one, start a new one, and I, if I left anybody out or if anybody got lost in the shuffle there, I do apologize. I really appreciate all y'all showing up and, and helping me out with that. So I uh, certainly didn't mean to exclude anybody. You've been talking with Eli Braden and all, man. Can I request a summertime remix? That's would be better <laughs> than me saying. It'd be a pretty good one, too. I bet you he could rock that, man. Me, me and OG Dirtbag were talking this morning, and then one just popped in my head. He said something, and it just popped in my head, man. It was, uh, oh, man, Nirvana in Bloom. Word. Remember that song? No. Oh man, I, I I won't sing it now, man. I'll let the uh, cool. I'll let cool. the pros do their parodies, man. All right, Good shit though. Don't forget, guys, keep it cool. Sale if you're here in Colorado, grower thirty percent off all can fan all can fan premium goods over at Way to Grow. Uh, give us and to tell you the truth, I'm not very tech, technologically advanced. I mean, I know what's going on on the internet, but like us over and not like us see. Give us a review on over on iTunes. I'm not even sure what it does for us. I was reading on and some articles about iTunes, and they're like, you know, if you think you uh, can kind of barely understand Google's all algorithmic rhythms or whatever the hell it is, like they're like, sure. yeah, iTunes and Apple shit's like impossible. But I know it's good for our podcast to have reviews. Uh, so if you want to do that, just go over to iTunes, review us. When you're over there, right by the subscribe button, you could share us on Twitter, Facebook. And uh, we are giving away a 1,000-watt double-ended system. Uh, that would be a reflector and a bulb. You need the ballast shipped right out to you. Or a can fan setup for some of you smaller growers or somebody that needs odor control in a smaller space. Uh, probably by the end of the month. We've got to reach at least 100 reviews, though. I think we're at 26 or 27 now. So you, thanks, guys. You stepped up. I know there. And if you've already done a review, man, tell another grower friend. Tell people at your hydro store, uh, wherever you're at. And, yeah, just... Yeah, tell us what you Yeah, think. we're not above playing favorites, man. <laughs> and somebody give us just a couple, maybe somebody give us a two-star and a three-star, so iTunes. No way, <laughs> man. Fuck that. I was worried it's like if they see 100 five-star reviews, it's going to be like, okay, something they're, they're, they're doing something. And granted, we are giving away some gear, man, but that's because we got gear, so we want to hook you guys up. No. I think most of the time you either get a five star or a one star. Why the fuck would you review somebody unless you really dug them or really fucking? Hate I know them? there's some people that would you know give us a three star with what we need to do to get your other two. Okay, be honest. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let's let's get ready to put this in the bag, Scotty. We'll be back Wednesday with what's growing on and uh, fill you in on. If you guys are here in Denver, I guess uh, for, don't forget that the Indo Expo is this weekend. And hey, man, I need a hand real quick, man. Yeah. I need to learn some of the cool dispensaries, man. I'm trying to work with a couple dispensaries in the Michigan area 
uh, in the Colorado area, you know, the Den- Denver metro area, and in the Los Angeles and the northern and southern California area. So we're trying to learn who the good dispensaries are. We want to start having a, I want to start trying to find the best weed in the country, man. I want to see who's really got the it out there. Weed. Dude, that's ridiculous. That's like now I want to start I'm, having strain yeah, wars, man. I, mean, I think, it'd be, I think it'd be fun, man. There's a lot of. I think I think it'd be fun to start having just just having people take pictures of some of the dankest. You know, a bunch of bud tenders listen to this show, a bunch of growers, a bunch of guys that grow for their own collectives, uh, and I just think it'd be really fun to start getting uh, everybody involved and seeing what's really out there, man. Dude, I, I know LA's got some pretty bud. Uh, so does Colorado. I don't know what's in the Pacific Northwest except for what people have shared with me, which has been fucking amazing. And that's been all like, you know, underground stuff. So, yeah, I'm really interested. I, I don't know. I think it'd be a cool turn for the show, man. So, word. I just got a little info too. If you get thirty dollars at the door for general public, ten a.m. to four p.m. on Sunday uh, for this <laughs> show. So I don't know if we're gonna be there Sunday or Saturday, but we'll let you know. And yes, Scotty, find the best weed in the world. I was like, I just be come on. It'd be fun because I want to put what I want to really do is put us home growers up again in the same competition as the commercial guys, man. And I'll, you know, show them all, make memes for it, throw them up on, on dudegrows.com and see who the real strain kings are, man. Have some fun. And then it does say here, uh, it's also a job fair day that Sunday. So I don't know what, uh, what exactly that entails, or if it's legit. I mean, but I don't know. I just think it's awesome that that's got to be the one place where you can show up to the interview stoned, right? <laughs> Not too worried too much about being drug tested. All right. Yeah, somebody was telling me about <laughs> the drug test was you had to bring your drugs in with you to, to work, man. They were going to test to see if they were they were legit or not, man. Love it. All right, guys. Let's <laughs> see. Florida let's style, right there. See you in a couple days, and uh, yeah. Uh, we will uh, take her easy. That's what you're supposed to say, right, Scotty? You know what I say, man. Take her easy, dude. Later. All right.
It's not a competition, it's a cooperation.